You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hey, Jordan, your usual drink tonight? Yes, thank you. So, where's Eric and Ryan? Uh, They're on their way. I wanted to listen to your latest podcast, but where can I download the episodes again? You can download all our episodes at movieguyspodcast.podme.com. You can also find us on every social media platform. Every social media platform? That's awesome. Hey, it looks like your friends are here. Let me get the first round for you guys. So how perfect is it that we are celebrating Alien Day and also talking about an alien hedgehog? I'm excited. Eric, how you doing? Why is it Alien Day today? Because it's uh, April 26th, LV426, man. Wonderful. Wonderful. So mm-hmm. for those of you that uh, that don't know, right? And yeah, uh, I guess he, Sonic is an alien now. I think originally he was supposed to be some sort of science thing. But um, yeah. but again, you know, cinematic universe. Am I right? Am I right, Ryan? Uh, did you used to play Sonic at all growing up? I am familiar with uh, Sonic One, Two, Three, and Knuckles, uh, but I have not delved into the lore uh, of the Sonic universe, uh, as apparently there's multiple TV shows. Completely unaware. Yes, and almost every, almost every TV show. Sonic is voiced by uh, Joel Joel White, Steve Urkel. Oh, Joel White! Really interesting. Yep. Absolutely. There's like five or six TV shows, and three or four of them are all voiced by him. Huh. So they it's went. A, they went with Ben Ben Schwartz for this movie. That's strange. It's kind of should have gone with should have gone with Joel White. Joel. What's his name? Jaleel. 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 It's two L's. Urkel. I'm just Joel. gonna call him Urkel. All it's due respect. Stefan Urkel, sir. I'm just I'm just gonna go. put some respect on his name. Yeah, for real. So so um I've I have said many times before in our podcast that I am not a Nintendo guy. I was always a Sega guy. Sega was my thing. Sega uh, Genesis was the first system that I actually remember getting. My dad bought me Sega Genesis for Christmas. This was back when you bought the system and you get a game or two that came with it. And the two games that came with this was Mortal Kombat 2, which is shocking nowadays, and Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with introduction of Tails. So I played 1, 2, and 3. After Sonic 3, I completely got out of the franchise. And then I believe in 2006, when the 360 was out, they had a Sonic, uh, like a 3D version of it. And... Unfortunately, that was considered one of the worst Sonic games of all time. So I haven't been back since 2006. Eric, Ryan, are you guys big Sonic fans at all? Yeah. Leading into this, yeah, yeah, big time. Like, like the unique thing about uh, video game mascots is when you, when you're talking about that because you have representation now. You think Nintendo, you're gonna go Mario, and that and that whole old guild of of you know characters that it's in. If you say Sega, you're gonna say you know, Sonic, and you know, and it goes around for for every different type of uh, well, 
developer now for, for video games. The unique thing mm-hmm. about Sonic is that because of how early they got on, so he's been around for a while, and uh, he's had enough to have on all these de- all these new IPs and different characters. He's with Sega, which means also that his uh, collection is just an acid trip. Like, he has been in some of the most ridiculous games, and some of them have been really awesome. I don't know if you know Sonic Pinball. Sonic but... Pinball is amazing. I do know that game. Right. I mean, and they've done racing on multiple uh, um, platforms as well, too. I mean, there's there's they've tried different types of games, whether they'd be like a world adventure game. Uh, it's really cool. Like, he, he's been around, and he's just been everywhere. He's just a cool character. It's nice to see him finally get a movie. I tell you what, Ryan, I don't know if you ever uh, heard of this before, but of course Sega was coming out. There were the new guys on the uh, playing field here. Nintendo was already had its clout. They had their Mario, right? So Nintendo was trying to, so Sega was trying to figure out who their mascot was. Ryan, do you have any idea who the original mascot was before Sonic? Uh, no. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this game. Alex Kidd. Oh, okay. He's like some troublemaker. He's like he's like Bart Simpson. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, I think it was like some backwards hat slingshot kid, right? Yep. Alex Kidd was their main guy. And then the you know execs at Sega was like, okay, this is not gonna work. So they went to the studio and said to every to all the uh, animators, to all the designers, hey, we need to get a mascot, we need to get a person, you know, like like a face for our for our brand, come up with stuff. Believe it or not, Dr. Robotnik was considered to be the face of Sega before Sonic was created. So Dr. Robotnik was made first. Eh, sure. Mm. Sure, sure. Do you guys do you guys know what Dr. Robotnik's name is in Japan? Uh, Eggman. Eggman. I don't know why they don't call him Eggman. Well, that that but... was a weird a weird thing too because in some games it was um it, there was there was a weird back and forth between that too, and it's good because there was an, uh, obviously an age before the internet where everything was shared word of mouth or through like a magazine, and oftentimes misinformation was shared. And when it misinformation was shared back in the '90s, it had like a a really rich and developed story. Like the lie really had roots, you know. Yeah, yeah, like the telephone game when we were kids. Yeah, exactly. So like the whole there was a whole background and history of Eggman. And the entire time it was like Robotnik, and it it was it got carried away, and it, it's fun because you actually get to see some of that as well too. Now, now, question for both of you guys before we get into the movie itself, uh, so Eric, I'll just go with you first. Out of all the Sonic games you have played, do you have one that's your favorite that you just go to? Oh, that's kind of a. Well, that's a tough one. I mean, the Sonic and Knuckles one was was really cool. Mm. Like just because it, it has, might, it, it has you had this this new character that was like, um, you know, is he is he good? Is he evil? Is he he's playable? Um, it, it was just really very nineties, cool. very nineties, yeah. right? Yeah, but uh, Sonic Two was all, was also a pretty big game breaker too. So. Sonic 2 was my favorite, Eric. Absolutely. Uh, what well, I, I don't know if it was the second level, the third level, but it was, it was like this chemical. Loved that level. Uh, Ryan, same question for you, man. Do you have a, a Sonic game that's like your like your go-to game, man? No, I do not. They all, like I said, I've only 
only played the first three in Knuckles, and they all kind of blend together for me. It really was just kind of a kind of a lot of the same uh, stick of just go really really fast and collect coins. Right. So then, going really really fast and collect coins. How do we get this movie? Well, I'll tell you. Back in 1992, a year after the first Sega game was released, Sega was in development to make a Sonic the Hedgehog movie real world. They were writing the script while Super Mario's was being filmed. So I like this idea of the script a lot more than the movie that we got. And this is a very short plot. Kid is literally goes to the store, buys a Sega Genesis product placement, puts in Sonic, magical console, of course, and Sonic gets sucked into our world. And the whole movie is Sonic and this kid, and this kid is trying to get Sonic back into the Sonic world. That seems what should have happened in this movie. But, of course, when Super Mario Brothers came out, people at Sega scrapped the shit out of it. What do you guys think of that idea for the movie? Do you like that original concept? It's not any better than, than this one, I guess. Is it? I mean, I'm just asking because why are we getting middle-aged James Marsden? This should be a kid, right? I I mean, should it? I mean, because it's he, Sonic is the kid, so he's the relatable one, you know? So that's who, who they picked it to be, uh, the studio picked to be relatable and not, not the, the lead actor. I don't know. I, I actually like this idea of Sonic being sucked into our world. Ryan, what do you think real quick? I think I think coming out of the video game breaks... You have to suspend disbelief, obviously, because it's, it's a cartoon character, and it's, you know, it, it's Sonic. But I feel like saying that he doesn't exist at all, like he's just this computer program that got its own brain and, and came into our world... I don't know. Sucks out some of the emotional connection, at least that I felt watching the movie. Okay. All right. Fine. I I just kind of like the idea because I'm going into a Sonic movie. I'm not expecting something great here. And I was this. I would have liked to have seen that, but bless Super Mario's for this. So let's get into Sonic. So this movie comes out what 25 years after the release of the first game, longer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty pretty far far into it. Right. So there's a lot of questions that I have, and I'm not going to dive into every little detail. But so it starts off with Sonic is this hedgehog on a planet that looks just like the game, by the way. I was blown away by that. It looked just like the first level of the game. So that's cool. Well, well you know what? Well, what's, yeah, say, what's the name of Zone 1, Eric? Uh, uh, whatever, ever Green or uh, Green Hill. Green Hill Zone. Called Green Hills. Yeah, Green Hill yeah. Zone. Where does he end up? And Green Hill. There you go. Boom. Nice little uh, nice little nod there, too. They, they had a lot of little Easter eggs. Like they, He said that he um, had gas from eating too many chili dogs. That was a little fun little nod, too. I don't get the chili dogs reference. It's his favorite food. He used to eat it all the time in the uh, in the cartoon series. Oh, I never watched the cartoon, so I... Okay. But, but what's with the owl? That's not in the game. <laughs> no, I guess that's more of a more of a Zelda thing, right? Uh, this is it was nice because this is that whole uh, tribe that's out to get him too. Like, there's that that goes to the whole uh, um, uh, spirit of the forest, I think is what it's called, or uh, forest tribe. Uh, that's deep into it. That's like Knuckles' group. 
Yeah, uh, but they shouldn't do that, though, because this is not the kind of movie. This movie should just give us Sonic, and that's one of my biggest problems well, with this movie, though. That's I, That one is probably going to... I mean, can you probably going to set you up either for the sequel or the or the third if they actually go that far because they ended this movie on a tales note and then those guys would be more of like the chinchilla crew right like uh, the knuckles crew and that might be set up for like a you know after tales gets his spotlight in the second one so basically a sequence of the video game is how we're it's how they're going to be released the movies movies do not exist in vacuums anymore um, they don't make a movie hoping it's going to make a sequel. Uh, they put the Easter, they put the, the legwork into the first movie for the sequel. But did, so they uh, did we up. literally just talk about how, how Mario, how they had planned to make a sequel for that movie? Like they made this movie in order to make a sequel that we are never going to get. But the only setup is at the very end of the movie. Now movies have little things pocketed throughout that will go, you know, that'll be, uh, it's the Marvel, it's the Marvel thing where they'll put oh, something yeah. in the, uh, halfway through the first movie that won't pop up again until the fourth movie. There you go, Jordan. And we were talking about comparing this story to um, the 90s one. Is that This one allows for a bigger universe because it's doing the whole multiverse thing, just like everyone else is going to be doing. Um, it's just easy to explain. Oh, we're, we have these rings that can travel through multi-dimension, wormhole, whatever you want to, whatever, whatever fancy word you want to put there. Okay, and great. It'll, for it'll 1995. Loud. But yes, if they made this movie in 95, these little Easter eggs and all this little stuff about other characters in the future would be great. But this is not 95. This is 2020. So yeah. I don't think general audiences know as much as Sonic as they did back then and in that time period. So why not just make a straight-laced movie? Why are we introducing an owl that says, hey, hey, baby Sonic, you have these powers. I'm not going to explain to you why you have these powers. I'm not going to explain to you who your parents are. The name parents are not even going to be mentioned. It's just you have something that's not common. So take these rings, travel worlds, and keep on running and stay hidden. I'm like, really? That's bad. Well, how else does he get to Earth? Well, actually, the the other way you could do it is that he was the experiment of um, not he wasn't Robotnik at the time. He was before the accident. He was uh, what's his name reversed. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Doctor Obi Kintobor, and that backwards sure. is is Robotnik. Sure, so he could have done that. This movie could open with Sonic as his creation, and that's why Dr. Robotnik is after him to stop his creation instead of having the United States government knowing who Dr. Robotnik is and spend three minutes of a scene saying, we don't want to hire this guy. But uh, anyway, so so do Sonic... Want, well, real quick, though, do you think that that, that might have been too similar to Detective Pikachu's plot? I mean, it worked, right? And that's what DC's been trying to... Yes, no, 100%, that worked, right? I mean, DC has been trying to copy Marvel, so why not copy what Nintendo did? But why not? would be too straight, like, too much of a similarity? It would be better than what we got. But why would you pay money to see the same thing twice? Because I'm paying money to see a blue hedgehog instead of a yellow, um, what, mouse? Sure. 
So you indiscriminately throw money. All right, I gotcha. Yes, yes, because I'm the modern audience. This is Movie Guys Podcast. We review the newest movies if we can, and I am paying my. I paid money to see Invisible Man this year, a movie I not I I would not see. Got it, Daddy Fat Sex. We we got it. Boom. So, um, okay. So another thing that I found was ridiculous. So. So it's been 10 years since the beginning, and, and Sonic is now in Green Hills, and he has a makeshift family where they don't know he's there because he's a blue devil, blah, 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 blah. You get the crazy Ralph character. Again, big reach. And, like, right. This movie reaches a, a lot. I called it out in the middle of the as they're watching it. I was like, these these are just big jumps from, from plot hole to plot hole. Just be like, yeah, and he does this, and he does this, and he does and it's just like, all right, well, I guess we're just... It, it's as if... I don't know, a third grade class made up this script. I agree with you because all of a sudden he's playing baseball with himself and he gets pissed and he starts running on the bases really fast and boom, shits out an EMP that takes out the whole, what, North Coast uh, Seaboard or whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. He's hitting and puberty boom. and he, he gets electric right. powers. Government gets fucking Robotnik in. Played by Jim Carrey and this movie would not be good at all. All if Jim Carrey was not in this role. This movie survives, and not a single one of you will change my mind because of Jim Carrey. Oh, that's an insult to James Marsden, really. Fuck yeah. James Marsden. I'll be honest. I I'll would. Be honest with you, Jordan. I have the exact opposite opinion of you. Hmm. I for me, Shocker. I Jim, Carrey, Jim Carrey's performance <laughs> kind of detracted from my enjoyment of the movie. I totally disagree with you. This movie was boring. I will tell you the I will tell you the point of the movie where my wife and I are watching this with my daughter last night. My daughter's three for the people who are listening who don't know. Um when they're at the bar and Sonic is in his little like trying to hide and blend in gimmick, uh, I looked at my wife and I said, I'm bored. And she goes, Me too. Very boring. Very bored. And then once the bar scene happened and they get their little car chase and Dr. Robotnik and Jim Carrey's crazy Jim Carreyisms, at least I'm smiling and I'm entertained. Anytime that Jim Carrey was not on screen, I was bored. Yeah. Because I will I will end my rant on when Jim Carrey goes to James Marsden's house and he's like, Hey, I know you have a space alien. He's like, No, I don't. I love that scene. Those two were fun. Jim Carrey phoned it in. I'm having a good time. See, I don't think Jim Carrey necessarily phoned it in. I think he he went full Robin Williams in this movie. Yeah, he, I think he stayed true to his typecast. Which fine, fine. Do you blame him? If I was Jim Carrey, I made this movie for a paycheck. Clearly, he's here for a paycheck. Oh yeah, easy paycheck. He and he's he, he's not here for a franchise. Maybe we'll see. But. I mean, it was fine. It was funny. It was ridiculous. It was over the top. You know what? This Him in this movie makes as much sense as him in uh, Kick-Ass 2. Oh, what are you doing here? I don't care. You're Jim fucking Carrey. Continue. It worked. Like, I, I don't know how else it, it would. I mean, because the character that the type of robot of Robotnik that he is playing is um, turning into more of like the the rounder kind of buffoon type in, in later on. You know, he's got like the uh, he's got like the red booze nose, and, uh, right. and he's got the the weird mustache like he did at the end. Again, it gets really really like belly fat, and it gets really really weird. 
So I, I don't know if we're going to see that, but he definitely is, seems to be more like a mix of like a Count Olaf type character and I, I, I don't know, like a cat burglar from like the 1930s. The only person that I could see playing this role uh, believable in this kind of movie is Danny DeVito, right? Short, fat guy who is an evil doctor. That might, sure, be, uh, that might be too much, actually. Maybe. I mean, this movie's too much. Because or not enough. I don't like I don't like James Marsden's wife's sister. She was just such stereotypical. What the comedy uh, relief? Oh, she was bad. And then we get and then we get uh, the daughter of of the of the wife's sister who was like, oh my god, Sonic has holes uh, in his socks. Let's give him my red shoes. And it's like that's how he gets his red shoes. I don't give a shit. Yeah, well, there's a lot that um, one could question. <laughs> right. Again, again, the plot of it, like, okay, yeah, sure. I, it, again, there, there was a, a lot of uh, like a, a like behind the directors uh, or the directors' views and a 